Welcome to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower to achieve your weight and life goals and make your mark in the world. Your host is Dr. Carla, activist MD. If you're a teen who's looking to revolutionize your health and can't wait to follow your dreams, welcome to the IME Community. about uh, bullying. Welcome to the podcast. This is Dr. Carla. So this is going to be a powerful podcast, one that I've been wanting to do for a long time, and it's a YouTube video too. Okay, hope you're all doing really well, and just to kind of let you know with a warning that we're going to be talking about bullying, we're talking about uh, weight-based victimization, weight bullying in teens, how we can identify it, how we can help, how we can um, get resources to teens who need them and set some boundaries. Um, as a coach, that's super important to me. So recently, um, by the way, I hope you all are doing great and you're staying healthy and well. I'm thinking of everybody during COVID as we're um, still stuck in uh, COVID, but I hope you're healthy and well and I hope if you can get vaccinated that you can. All right, so, um, I was recently coaching in the member community, which I do every week and I love, and uh, teens are awesome, soak up life coaching, and uh, one of the things I was telling them, sharing with them, is that you know taking care of a lot of patients and teens in my pediatric weight management clinic that I started and I was the medical director of, and but this was like pre-coaching and this was pre uh, my weight loss uh, journey and um, I remember having you know obviously many of my patients who came in and talked about bullying or they or their parents would share it because maybe the the teen didn't want or the child didn't want to share that that was going on um, for a number of good reasons and obviously if we I've been bullied, and if you've been bullied before, you know how this goes. You really don't want to talk about it. Sometimes you're afraid to talk about it, but but I had many situations that were shared with me and our team, and you know we did our best, and I think you know we did a good job of supporting the families and the the patients, obviously, and following up and working with the schools and did as much as we could. But it, um, you know, I think as a coach, it's so much more powerful to be able to work and to coach and to create um, what we call a level of, it's more than self-confidence, it's like an agency about yourself, so where you can start to really set boundaries for yourself and hold true to those boundaries, and then um, that's really super powerful and empowering. And at the same time, we're not blaming the victim, we're saying that it's all on the um, the victim, even though we don't even want to use those words, because the the bully and the victim are kind of kind of in the same boat with the effects and uh, risk factors. And so, one of the things that I um, wanted to um, talk about today was a 
patient that I had, and I had taken care of her for a long time, and she had really struggled with her weight her whole life. And when she was in high school, she um, she was told me about when she was in clinic that she had a kid in her class who sat behind her and diagonally to her who would stare at her the entire time. And it really creeped her out, obviously. And um, she really didn't know what to do about it. And she couldn't concentrate in class. And of course she um, thought that it was due to her weight because um, he had bullied her um, about that before. And so, you know, I, I know we have an amazing social worker on our team who really worked with her and the mom of course wanted to intervene and I think she had, um, or the, from what I can remember, mom had threatened that she was gonna intervene and the teen didn't, you know, one or two, she was like, no, I don't want to deal with it, you know. Um, so, you know, we worked on it, and then it kind of went away, and remember her bringing it up in subsequent visits. But what I did in my coaching community, in the member community, which if you're a teen, 12 to 18, or parent of a teen, you're going to want to join the IME uh, member community, or join, join it for your teen. So it's just $24.95 a month. It's amazing. And it's it's so powerful so we work through all of these kinds of issues but i i asked them to coach me uh my teen members i said why don't you all coach me and last week we were talking about boundaries so we finished up the 12 weeks of the reverse your insulin resistance challenge on relationships and boundaries and i'm so excited because i'm going to be getting out an ebook so if you're an ime member um a part of the community then you're gonna get that for free so it's 12 weeks of amazingness plus my coaching so so cool show up sign up for that uh, you don't want to miss out um so anyway we talked about relationships and boundaries last week when I was coaching in the community and so I thought this week would be great for them to kind of coach me and to help me from the framework of that patient and I wish I could go back in time you know like hindsight's twenty twenty. I wish I could go back in time and coach her on on that situation um, but I had them coach me and then we talked through you know ways that um, that she could like set boundaries and and that she isn't helpless and how the thoughts are kind of creating that feeling of kind of being stuck annoyed and helpless and um, that there are ways that um, she can address it uh, for herself and once you start to make a powerful decision and make a decision like in ahead of time with how she wanted to show up that then that brings more clarity for like the next um, powerful self or step I'm sorry so anyway really cool really really great coaching that the team members gave me and really great thoughts that I'm going to share with you all um, so anyway, what is bullying? So um, one of the things that we get wrong is that we think, and in the past generations, and still now today, a lot of people think this, that bullying is like a rite of passage, that it's just a part of um, growing up, and it's just what we have to go through, and um, it's a part of becoming an adult, and it's, it's really that is such a false thing and so dangerous to think that. Bullying is a preventable health problem. It has lasting impacts. It's like a trauma. It's like one of the adverse childhood experiences. I talked about this in 
um, I think it was week 11 of the challenge, I talked about ACEs. And so bullying um, can be a part of, if you experience this, a, you know, one of the adverse childhood experiences that some people, um, more than we want to admit, um, experience. And so we can do better. And I know, obviously, from the teens that I've taken care of and children and patients and families I've worked with, that weight can be one of the um, one of the issues that um, children and teens get bullied on. Um, so it's called weight-based victimization. So what's the definition of bullying? So the CDC defines bullying as any unwanted aggressive behavior by another youth or group of youths who are not siblings or current dating partners that involves an observed or perceived power imbalance and is repeated multiple times or is high, highly likely to be repeated. And it can inflict harm or distress on the targeted youth, including physical, psychological, social, or educational harm. Cyberbullying, which I see that a lot when I'm on TikTok, um, cyberbullying uses social media and other electronic means in order to hurt others. And it's different from traditional bullying in that it can be done anytime. It's often anonymously, right? This, these people are just hiding behind their keyboards. And um, it spreads, unfortunately, to a greater audience quickly. Um, I had one person I was coaching who experienced like being blocked and then other people would block based on this person. I'm like, wait, that's just actually cyberbullying. Let's call it what it is. It's bullying, it's cyberbullying. Well, young people involved as both bullies and victims are frequent users of electronic media. So there's significant overlap in the characteristics of traditional and cyberbullying. Okay, so, um, lots of back and forth here too like some people who are you know like they call it the bully victim um so the children who not only bully other children also oftentimes victims of bullying one thing i do coach on a lot though was like let's not get in their lane let's not get in their business where we think first of all like they shouldn't be doing it yeah right but when we're sitting there thinking they shouldn't be doing it they shouldn't be bullying me, they shouldn't be harassing me, they shouldn't be doing this, then we spend all of our time thinking of, uh, of that, kind of we get stuck in that, and then maybe we go to convince them they shouldn't be doing that. Maybe we start to overfunction. maybe we think that we need to change something about ourselves so that, that we wouldn't be a target for their bullying. And that's what I want us to, what I coach on is like staying away from that kind of thinking and try to have reality based like this is actually the situation that is happening and these are the words that that are said because it, it, thinking they shouldn't be doing it isn't going to help us create any boundaries for ourselves I mean I'm going to agree with you on that that you know they shouldn't be doing that um but it's just that we need to transition to like this is actually happening and call it what it is this is bullying and this is happening so bully and victim engage more in more acts of bullying compared with the pure bully experiences more thoughts of self-harm and um 
is more likely to have mental health issues in childhood and more intense anxiety and depression, is more likely to smoke and participate in other substance abuse, abuse, excuse me, is less likely to graduate high school, experiences more intense anxiety and depression, and is more likely to be socially isolated and may not have friends. Go to stopbullying.gov, which is a very helpful website. So whether you're a teen, you're a parent, you're an educator or a physician, that's where you're going to find a lot of helpful resources. So so let's talk about um, what doesn't work when we're talking about bullying. So ignoring, like I said before, or thinking of bullying as a rite of passage, blaming the victim, retaliating, calling the parent of the child who bullied, that we wanna do that as parents, but it's not helpful. School suspension or zero tolerance policies typically don't work. Condemning the child who bullied, it's hard. Taking away a device, um, those consequences don't typically work. So the intervention, especially like if you're a pediatrician trying to work with your patient, and it depends on the circumstances. So you want to individualize your approach, obviously. If it's an emergency, so if you're a parent, you're a pediatrician, you're a teacher, an educator who is, um, or a community member, if you believe you need to contact law enforcement, if the person is, if the child or teen is in imminent danger uh, or physical, like assault, um, sexual assault, please call 911 right away. If concerns um, about suicidality or homicidality, contact a mental health professional and a transport to the um, nearest ED or obviously call 911. Non-emergency, so those are gonna be most of the cases that parents are gonna be dealing with, that we're gonna be dealing with as pediatricians in the office setting. So we wanna focus on uh, six different areas um, for for helpful intervention for bullying. So support, building skills, that's what I've been talking about with the coaching, providing resources, school involvement, referral, and follow-up. So what is um, non-emergency? So what does support look like? First of all, we need to be um, telling the um, child or the teen to let them know bullying is unacceptable. Also, it's not your fault. People in your life can help you at home or and at school. Um, ensure that there's um, caregiver support, the connection and healthy relationships in the home. So asking questions like, are there household members who bully or fight each other? Do the household members support each other? Um, has there been a divorce or separation in the household? And are there any other recent stressors um, in the child's life? And then building skills. So like I said, this is kind of some of the coaching. And then my IME community team members were coaching me on it as I was playing my patient. Um, And they were amazing coaches. So building skills to uh, respond to traditional bullying through role playing, which is what we did when we were coaching. So being very firm and clear. So having a clarity. So with coaching, we can decide um, how you wanna show up ahead of time. And we can tell the bully to stop in a firm voice, like, you don't scare me. And how they were coaching on in um, the community, the teens were saying, I figure that the uh, bully is really wanting the, um, the power and the control. So if she doesn't even take the bait, uh, then 
then there's they're going to lose the power and that's what they really want and then it'll kind of go away which may be the case but suggestion was just being really honest and creating boundaries with words and saying i'm very uncomfortable please stop staring at me and then also creating we talked about boundaries having um consequences so that you you verbalize what the consequence is going to be and then you follow through on that so she can tell the bully i am uncomfortable with this please stop doing this or you need to stop doing this like in a really clear voice if he doesn't then you can either say she could either say if she if she wants to or say if he continues to stare at her um I'm going to, you know, I asked you to stop. You're going to need to stop, but I'm going to talk to the teacher about it. Or I'm going to move myself. So physically distance. Um, also talking to a trusted adult. Walking away with confidence. Um, if the bullying continues, definitely talking to the teacher. Um, telling an adult can help you feel less alone and adults can help you make a plan to stop the bullying. Um, obviously encouraging other friendships and we there is data on bystanders who um, you know when other peers will intervene that then the um, bullying will stop within a very short period of time um, so we really need to empower other um, peers to to be advocates to show up in a way that um, sticks up for their their values and not be afraid to speak with confidence um, for other people to protect other people so build skills to respond to cyberbullying is we don't want to respond or forward or like um, <laughs> I was in TikTok and my um, teen members were like why did you like that and I was like that comment that is in disagreement I'm like but then I did a reply to it and they're like no and so they coached me actually on that stuff so don't respond forward or like cyberbullying comments keep the evidence the dates times the description screenshots emails and texts block the person who is cyberbullying talk to a trusted adult report as indicated so maybe you know i've reported people on TikTok a lot um maybe if there's a threat of violence or a hate crime you need to speak with law enforcement um obviously report at the schools um, and then we all need to learn and pediatricians and parents we can focus on our own but also helping our children and our teens with digital citizenship so encouraging parents Please have discussions about online behaviors and real world um, consequences. And then, you know, these platforms are always so like one dimensional, right? I mean, they, it's so funny to see like sometimes I, I just have to laugh at some of them and then others you, you want to cry or you just become enraged. But um, people just assume they know everything about you based on maybe one short video or post and they feel entitled to make these ridiculous statements and um so i mean you can decide ahead of time with some intentionality how you want to show up on social media and just get a little bit ahead of it and and where you want to put your attentional focus i have to be really focused on that myself as i'm building i community social social media presence okay messages for parents of the childhood bullies so if you are a parent and your child has bullied set firm limits bullying is never okay 
be positive role models, use healthy discipline, obviously avoid any sort of corporal punishment, work with teachers and the school counselors, be open, work with them as a team, invite the follow-up, invite discussions. You may want to have your teen or child who's, if they are bullying, referred and take them to a counselor. Focus on anger management, emotional control. Providing resources. So stopbullying.gov is a good resource. And then it talks about like what you can do if you're the child who's bullied, the bystander and the parent. There's different sections in stopbullying.gov that have bullying, cyberbullying, prevention and resources. There's sections on youth at risk, so including LGBTQ, um, children and teens with disabilities are obviously at more risk, and then we know children and teens with chronic diseases like obesity are at higher risk of being bullied. Cyberbullying, there's a section under stopbullying.gov addressing cyberbullying, talks about digital awareness, establishing rules, and reporting. And again, we're talking about heavy stuff here. So I'm gonna tell you again, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. Please call if there are any issues at all. School involvement. So how can doctors, how can parents work with the schools? Most schools have policies related to bullying and they do wanna be involved in the situation, especially maybe early on before it gets to a point that has become really difficult for, um, for the victim to where they, your child or teen may not wanna to go to school, um, they may develop anxiety, they um, may have poor school performance, and so we, we, we know that the schools, the teachers and the school counselor especially, um, are the ones to first reach out to, to help become involved in the solution. What about referral? You may need referral for a social worker, psychologist, a licensed mental health provider, other um, community organizations um, to connect with. Um, obviously, IME Community is an amazing life and weight coaching platform for teens. It's a supportive community, and I love coaching. Coaching helps with goal setting and problem solving and taking massive action and creating a personal vision and creating thought awareness, and it's amazing. At the same time, it is, life coaching is not therapy. So um, I want to make sure that we know that. And so for, you know, life coaches, I don't, even though as a pediatrician I did when I was in practice, I'm not your child or teen's uh, pediatrician and I am not a therapist. So I'm going to encourage you always to work with a licensed mental health provider. Okay. And then follow-up, making sure that we're addressing it. How is that going? Offer follow-up, especially if no improvement or if there are ongoing concerns. These are chronic issues, okay? So make sure we offer follow-up. So the role, if you're a pediatrician, the role is, and this is just really helpful for parents too, identification, gathering more information, what are the interventions, 
and then advocacy, education, and outreach, because that's what we do when we're uh, pediatricians. That's why we go into this whole thing. Uh, many states have anti-bullying laws and policies. Again, you can check on stopbullying.gov for those. Uh, more information, um, we can look at uh, bullying prevention, so looking at ACEs, Adverse Childhood Experiences Screening and Assessment within practice, um, including assessing for any unhealthy parenting um, strategies that are happening in the home, and educating parents during each um, well-child check that, um, about healthy disciplines um, strategies. So, um, like I said, a lot of times the patients, the children, the teens, maybe they don't want to, and this is helpful for parents too, um, maybe they don't want to talk about it. So, but is you can ask to identify it. Is anyone giving you a hard time at school? Who, if anyone, do you sit with for lunch to kind of get an idea of the friends they have? Gather more information if they said that someone is giving them a hard time at school. Um, ask what happened, when, where, and just listen. So the children and teens who are more at risk are those with poor social skills, anxieties, who are LGBTQ, or have chronic diseases. And then the intervention that I talked about. So first, it's not your fault. Bullying is never okay. Building the skills, role playing. Um, Stopbullying.gov, check it out. Involving the school. Consider mental health referral and don't go longer than two months for follow-up and then also make yourself available, of course, if you're the pediatrician or the physician um, or healthcare provider who is um, helping to support the child, teen, and the parents in, in this issue. Um, advocacy, education, and outreach, um, again, check out stopbullying.gov, but we can review your, where you can review your state's policies and um, maybe do something within your practice to kind of look at screening and um, getting resources to families, and that's what we call quality improvement. Okay, so for more information, again, I'm gonna tell you a few resources. So go to stopbullying.gov, you can look at the science policy and practice through the National Academy of Medicine and go to Preventing Bullying Through Science Policy and Practice. That's a website. And you can also check out an article that I referred to during this YouTube video and podcast, and that's contemporarypediatrics.com, how to identify and treat bullying. And it's a really good article from 2019. And now we're seeing more, I'm sure, of this through um, after the COVID pandemic and more social anxieties. And so we're gonna just be learning a lot more. So we have to really support and help and love our teens and our children and help them through these issues and really work on um, coaching them to help them decide how they wanna show up, have the confidence to set boundaries. All right, thank you all. I will talk to you soon. Okay, have a good week, bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower. The content of this podcast represents the opinions of Dr. Carla Lester and is not intended as, and shall not be understood as, a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The opinions shared reflect the host and guest and do not represent an organization or medical group. Always seek the advice of your physician or therapist if you have concerns about your health. And please, like and subscribe to the IME Community Podcast. Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. 
Don't forget to follow IME on social.